Hello, a little word of warning that this podcast contains swears and use of explicit sexual language. Therefore, it is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 or anyone who thinks foreplay means having a double date. Hello all, welcome back to The Smut Drop. This is your weekly roundup to the more eccentric side of sex and relationships from metro.co.uk. I'm Miranda Kane and on this week's show I'll be looking at the dangers of date dreaming and solving your dilemmas with one of Instagram's bright young things, Hope from Feed Me Female. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your finest of podcasts and I hope you're ready because I'm about to wash that man right out of your hair. Hello, 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 dearest listener. Now, have you ever had one of those really nice first dates and then you've walked away and you've instantly imagined a whole new relationship? Oh, yeah, yeah, it starts off small enough, doesn't it? Uh-huh. You imagine what your second date's going to look like or, or then meeting your friends. And then before you know it, you've picked out what song you're walking down the aisle to all before you've even gotten out of the taxi home. Well, congratulations, because you are a date dreamer and you are definitely not alone. Oh, no, 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 no. Fortunately, Hayley Quinn, who is the dating expert at Match, says that we all do it. And Hayley says that it's easy to get caught up. If it's been a while since you felt a connection and you found a strong spark with someone, then you may find yourself fantasizing about what a future with this person would look like. But hey, come on, let's hold your horses because building expectations about someone before you've really gotten to know them is a surefire way to set yourself up for disappointment. So... How can we rein those wild horses in? Well, Haley says that we need to remember that it takes a long time to get to know someone properly. So in those early stages of dating, check in with yourself. And Auntie Miranda is here to help you do just that. Just ask yourself some simple questions. So do you find yourself thinking, oh, they're perfect. We have so much in common. Then remind yourself that these are all maybes. Yeah, maybe you do have a lot in common, but you don't know because you barely know them. Have you put them on a pedestal? Remember that no one is perfect. And when you imagine what they're like, then you get in the way of engaging with who they truly are. So if you think that's all a bit of a romance dampener, then remember why you need to keep your feet on the ground when it comes to date dreaming. You could end up ignoring those all important red flags. If you get swept up in a whirlwind romance, then you may find yourself turning a blind eye to all those little inconsistencies, all those things that add up to a big red flag. So instead of focusing on a great meet-cute, first date or one night stand, then Haley says, stay present and look at someone's day-to-day actions. Haley even suggests that hesitating, oh, another new one for the dictionary, hesitating can be the approach to take here. So hesitating is the new dating trend that promotes the idea of taking it slow. 
What do you think? Are you a date dreamer? Do you think hesitating is the way to go? Send in your stories and ask me your questions at smutdrop at metro.co.uk. And you can always head over to metro.co.uk for more advice, but not until I put all your dating dilemmas to this week's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, gays and theys, you know I love hearing your juicy gossip and difficult dilemmas. And over the last few weeks, you have filled my fun bags with predicaments. So I called in the cavalry to help. Here to give advice and guidance is the person behind Feed Me Female, the platform that explores all the quixotical quagmires faced by contemporary women in candid, unfiltered conversation. It's Hope Flynn. Hello, Hope. Hi, Miri. Thank you so much for having me on here. And I'm obsessed with that little intro that you just gave me. Thank you very much. Quixotical quagmire. That was. I, I have to. I'm going to steal that. If I can learn how to say it, I'm stealing it. <laughs> Hope, please tell us about yourself and about Feed Me Female. So I am Hope, a co-founder of Feed Me Female. And we are an online platform that has many discussions and debates over a variety of things. We literally talk about anything from fanny farting to finances. And it is just, it's great. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. The community is great. Everyone that takes part has so much to say. And yeah, I learn, I learn a lot from it. Do you get a lot of dilemmas coming through to you from the community? Yeah, we get loads of dilemmas and they're so varied and random. And the thing that I love most about them is that people come to us rather than their friends sometimes or their partners. And we've even had women laying in bed with a partner and they found something out the night before and they're literally laying next to them, messaging us saying, help. No. What what kind of thing do they are they asking? From cheating to things about mother-in-laws. So one girl wet the bed. <gasps> one girl was at a guy's house and she wet the bed and was like, what do I do? Should I just leave? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What, what did you do? What did you advise? What happened? By the time we got back to her, she actually decided to do a runner. So... <laughs> Yeah, we kind of missed out on that one. And the thing with the dilemmas is we don't necessarily advise. It's the whole community. So if you've got a problem, it's kind of everyone's problem. And we all get involved and we all try help out in the best way we can. Oh, I love that. Like hive mind. Get the hive mind going. Ask for people's opinions. And because, you know, there's every possibility that someone's been there and done that. And I mean, well, there's really like silly ones, but... You know, a lot of what we do talk about sometimes is very serious. Mm. This one girl, she found out that her partner had herpes and didn't actually share that with her. But he wasn't taking his medication. Now, there's no laws that you actually have to share that you have herpes, which is something new that I found out. But if you're intentionally going around having sex and kissing people and you know you have Mm. the virus then yeah that's that's a whole that's a whole other podcast episode you do have to face up to a lot of serious things in life and especially when it comes to STIs and STDs where is that line like especially things like herpes herpes is a weird one because we've spoken to people in the past on the podcast before who have spoken about it and said that it's quite a a misrepresented kind of STI because it doesn't actually hurt you but it's just easily spreadable 
But I would say that with that one, that yeah, tell your partner and certainly don't start doing unprotected sex unless you've told them, you know, there's a a rainbow of communication there, I'd say. It's so interesting, like the amount of dilemmas that we do face on a weekly basis, they're so varied and you just learn so much. And with that herpes and with that, we just find out so much more information to do with sex, STIs, communication, relationships, where you're at in a relationship, like all of these things. Just one little dilemma can become a million other things yeah I think it's great and I also love the fact that you use statistics and you gather uh not just uh, what's the word um we don't just chat we back it up with facts and stats there you go that's what we do yeah that's what we do I'm a bit I'm a bit stat obsessed I don't know if it comes from school or whatever that extra statistics class that I took in school but I'm just obsessed and I just think it just it makes things clearer and more black and white. I know how many of our followers had sex last week, and that was 43%. <laughs> wow. What made you want to start Feed Me Female? Was it because of all these interesting statistics and figures and mm, nommy little spreadsheets you can do? I wish that was the reason, but it actually wasn't. Feed Me Female was created for the purpose of a brunch, hence the name Feed Me Female. So my cousin and I were putting together a brunch with female chefs, female DJs and female attendees. But COVID happened. (gasps) So we couldn't actually put the event on. We started up an Instagram page just for promotional purposes. Mm. And then, yeah, we just kind of started ranting and people <laughs> loved it. And then we were like, wait, do you agree with this? And then that's where the kind of poll element came into it. And we just like really use the Instagram tools in a different way to other accounts that I see. And it's it's great. So interesting. That's such a great pivot to go from, well, we want to do an in-person brunch to well we 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 have to do something so we're going to use Instagram are you ever going to do the in-person things well we have done a few events but we're yet to do that brunch and we've got over 11,000 followers now it's become so much more than it ever was intended to be and I'm just obsessed I'm obsessed with it oh well congratulations I'm really I'm really happy that you managed to make it into something that lasted over COVID and into something that's even bigger now so well done thanks thank you Miri but having said that I am gonna have to give you some of our listeners terrible dilemmas this is what I like to call um this is all gonna be very very uh low stakes high drama very little preparation are you ready hope oh yeah ready for anything (laughs) okay so the first one that we've had today is uh so this has come in from um eileen uh she says i sent some very hot nudes to a guy that i was seeing but now we're not together can I ask him to delete them? And just to up the stakes, she's also said that I've got some dick pics of his. So what would you what would you advise? I would absolutely ask the person to delete them. If you don't feel comfortable with that person or you don't trust them having these images on their phone, then yeah, you're completely entitled to ask them. I actually asked Feed Me Female community this question and 64% of them have asked exes to delete their nudes. Mm. Because like, what's 
what are you doing with them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm wondering what the other percentage of people are doing not asking their exes to delete their pictures. What are you do- like? What are you doing with them? Because in all honesty, I never sit and go through my phone and look at dick pics that yeah. I've been sent. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, ask them to delete them. If they say no, I wouldn't threaten them. I would just also say that, listen, we're adults. This is a consensual thing. I'm not happy with you having them anymore. Although I did send them to you, they like it was yours. But just out of respect, can you delete them, please? Mm. You know, I do have some tips on sending nudes for Ooh, future reference. Yeah, what are your tips? So. Tip number one, don't put your face in it. Yes. If you don't necessarily trust the person 100%, which 30% of our community don't actually trust people that they've sent their nudes to, yeah. just make sure your face isn't in it. Mm-hmm. So no face, no case. <laughs> and also you can use, like on WhatsApp now, there's a great feature where you can send a photo and it's timestamped and you you can't screenshot it. Oh. Yeah, so you can kind of like send it cheeky and then like all evidence of it has disappeared because they can't <laughs> screenshot. So that could be a new exciting way of sending a nude. You could probably be a bit riskier there. Yeah, oh, that's quite good. And don't send a nude if you don't feel good. Only send a nude if you want to send a nude because... Again, lots of people feel shame after sending nudes and it's because it hasn't come from like a place of empowerment. It's come from a place where perhaps they've felt inclined to do it to impress the other person, but it's not really for them. So yeah, send nudes only if you want to send them for yourself, if you're feeling good. Use apps that allow the image to disappear and yeah, don't put your face in it. Are young women still feeling the pressure to send news and things like that to people? Or are they a little bit more wiser to the internet now? I definitely still believe there is a pressure on women to send nudes. Often they're asked a lot. I'm asked a lot personally. We've had messages on our page of people saying, this guy keeps asking me to dress up for him and send pictures and send this. But luckily there is a lot more information out there. You know, people are wiser. They're a bit more questioning of perhaps where these nudes will land. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to? Once it's out of your phone or out of your camera roll, where's that going to end up? Yeah. You know, since new laws have come in and it is illegal to share someone's nudes without their consent, people are more like weary. And fingers crossed, gone are the days where someone's nude will like be sent around in the boys group chat and things like that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's so easy to do. Like, I look at my phone and I look at stuff on my cloud and I'm like, oh, I've got no idea where half of these pictures have come from. And they've come from some random WhatsApp group that I muted two years ago. Yeah. Like, why have I got pictures of someone else's kids? I don't know who the fuck they are. Fun, but funnily enough, I did look through my camera roll the other day and there was a dick. <laughs> I didn't even know whose it was. I was like, wait, who's this? And, like, like, and then I was like zooming in like... Yeah. Who who is this? Which one is this? Like just yeah. But again, he he obviously done it right. He done the no face, no case. Tip. Oh yeah. well <laughs> done. Well, congratulations for that weeping bell end. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, on that note, I'm gonna swiftly move on. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. Speaking about weeping bell ends, uh, I text my ex when I was out for work drinks the other day. Oh, and he didn't reply. Should I follow up with a lol, just joking text? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, Hope. I this this sounds like it's from someone who wants to hear back from their ex. If they're like, oh, do I do I just Miri, what was this me? Was it me? Because <laughs> I am the worst. For ages on our page, we've been saying, don't text your ex, don't text yeah. your ex, because I'm literally trying to drum that into my own head. <laughs> I am terrible for texting my ex. If the ex is your friend, then yeah, sure. Message them back. Say, oh, sorry, I was I was drunk. I kind of like, I shouldn't have gone down that road again. Just my apologies. Yeah. Or if you really don't want to engage in conversation, just, yeah, just just cringe and don't, don't message back again. How many times has it reignited the flame for you? When you've, if you've, how many times have they replied going, oh, so great to hear from you? Every time, every no. time. But this is, this is just something that I've really noticed through our community. Uh, it's like three quarters of our community reach out to an ex just when they're feeling lonely. So it's not even about the ex. It's never about the ex. It's never about the person. It's always about yourself. Before you actually think about responding again, even though you haven't received a reply. Mm. Ask yourself, do you actually miss them or are you lonely? Uh, Because then you can kind of figure it out because more times than often, people, they just don't want to be alone. Yeah. And when you're drunk, it gets heightened. There's a reason why your ex is in the first place, isn't there? Mm, Exactly. Just hold on to that. It's going back. But yeah, I would advise don't text your ex. If it was a nice message, then it's fine. If it was a bit of a nasty message, then message back and apologise. But if you do genuinely miss them and you want to sort things out, perhaps message again and say about meeting up. But if it was just a drunken mistake, I'd leave it. Okay, next question. Um, Oh, Hope. Hope from Feed Me Female. Here's a conundrum for you. Can a fuckboy ever change his spots? No. (laughs) No, I just don't believe they can. And I'm 100% into that saying, you can't teach your old dog new tricks because I'm into older men, Miri. I I like older men. And the truth is, they get worse. (laughs) It's because it's harder to change. When someone has, they're in a cycle or a pattern of behaviour, the longer they've been doing it, the harder it actually is for them to get out of it. Yeah. And, And I see that myself, like as I get older, things that I've worked on when I was younger, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm all right. I'm all right with them. But yeah, it's very hard. I like how you pretended to think about it there for like two seconds and it was just it just written all over your face. No, no. I mean, I don't want to like, you can't put everyone in the same box. I know that. But if people haven't worked on themselves or taken time between relationships or had those periods of self-reflection, then nothing's going to change. If you act the same way in a relationship and it like that didn't work as you are in your new current relationship, you're not going to get good results, are you? Yeah, it's that mentality of like, oh, but I can change him. If you if you're going into a relationship saying to yourself, but I can change him, I that's just not going to happen. He needs to be changed already. I know. And people need to work on themselves. You can't change people. You can't fix people. When people have problems or whatever, 
it's down to them. We all have yeah. to take responsibility for ourselves. And, you know, if someone keeps telling you that you're upsetting them, you need to look at why you're upsetting them and think about, can you change? Mm. So can a leopard... Leopard? <laughs> can a fuck boy ever change his spots? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I remain hopeful that they can, but am I just living in delusion? If they're classing themselves as a fuckboy, then then that really does give you all the, the clues you need. But I'm a, I agree with you. I've, I've seen people and I've seen me, uh, women who are now going out with men who've had that time to self-reflect and who have come back to old relationships and after they have been in therapy and or they've you know really worked through one of the you know the reasons why they were fuck boys in the first place and it's worked out quite successfully but I, I'm gonna stick with if if you're seeing them as a fuck boy and they're admitting to being a fuck boy then you're not you're never going to be able to change them um yeah when you look through someone with that narrative of them being a fuck boy or let's not forget fuck girls fuck girls yeah yeah, yeah then you're that's how you see them yeah you know what I mean then you're always going to see them like that everything they do is just gonna just yeah be annoying but I just think it's down to a person if if they come with a fuck boy attitude then they're going to be a fuck boy and also, I like that's so interesting. You say, "Oh, that's how you see them." Because is there a part of you that is seeing them as a fuck boy and wanting them, or a fuck girl, and and you're wanting them to be that? So if they do say, "Oh, look, do you know what? I've had a moment of self reflection, and actually, rather than going out down the local spoons and pulling girls every night, what I really want to do is do a bit of stamp collecting." And that nice, <laughs> that, you know, I just want to stay in. I'm quite happy to watch Real Housewives and do, you know, just just chill out for a bit. I mean, could that then be a bit of a turn-off for you? What, that they'd rather stay in sticking stamps than going to the pub? Yeah, yeah. So, personally, I have kind of... I've, I've met guys, been in relationships with them, and I think out of my own fears of them doing something to me, I've just automatically been like, oh, yeah, they're a fuckboy. Just mm. as, like, some kind of, like, protection yeah. around myself, just in case it goes tits up, which it... In most cases, it does. <laughs> for me, for me anyway. <laughs> um, so, like, we've got to think about our perspective, how we're seeing things, ask ourselves, why are we looking at people perhaps negatively when they're not doing anything wrong? And a lot of that is to do with our own kind of internal fears and, you know, what are we scared of? Why do, Why are we going for fuckboys? What's attracting us to the fuckboy? Or why are we painting this guy as a fuckboy if he's not? Yeah, I think always good. If you're going to reflect on someone else, then do a bit of self-reflection yourself. I'm going to move on to deal breakers now. This one came in. She says, uh, I'm seeing a man who is absolutely perfect for me, but he's really allergic to cats. I've got one fur baby. I didn't write fur baby. They wrote fur baby. I just want to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would never use <laughs> I've got one fur baby. I would love to have more if I could. But his last girlfriend split up with him because he couldn't move in unless she got rid of hers. What do I do? Oh. So this one, you've really got to weigh it up. One, how old is the cat? How long it's, has it got left? Because, mm. I mean, that does that would matter, right? Yes, yeah. If it's, if it's a fresh little fur baby, then... <laughs> fresh little fur baby. Straight off the line, yeah. Like, it's love versus fur baby. <laughs> I'm not a cat person at all whatsoever, so I'm being a bit biased, but if I was a guy, I'd just leave her. <laughs> 
<laughs> if anyone is contemplating their cat over me, I'd be well offended. No. Are you a dog person or just not a pet person? I'm a, do- I'm a dog person. I was dating a guy and he told me that he was thinking about getting a cat. And I did say to him, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Because being honest and communicating is yeah. very key. And that is something that this person should do. But I said, look, if you get a cat, then I probably won't be coming around here anymore. Because I really, I'm quite scared of them. I don't like them. <laughs> so, yeah. what I think what, what she needs to do is communicate that this is coming up as an issue if he's allergic she doesn't know what to do see if there's a way that they could work through it together can he take her antihistamine every time he comes to the house or could is it enough Mm. even if they move in together could he just take an antihistamine every day (laughs) so that they can all live together happily or is there anyone that would want to adopt her cat can the cat go to a new home? Basically, what's better, the dick or the cat? What's gonna she needs to weigh up she needs to weigh up the pros and cons. Who's gonna be there for her more? The cat or the man? Who's gonna be a better friend? The cat or the man? It's the cat every time. It's the cat. Yeah, I think I think the cat wins. Do you know what? This relationship doesn't sound like it's gonna work. Keep the cat and keep it moving. <laughs> Uh, thank you next (laughs) meow do you think it's healthy to have deal breakers like this when you're going into dating because there's so many that we have to think of as young women like you know babies and families and whether we want to get married or whether we want uh, monogamy or polyamory do you think deal breakers are something you should think about early on in the relationship or something you can leave until later I think it's very good to know what you want and what you don't want knowing what you don't want is just as important as knowing what you want I believe and as someone that definitely knows they want children if I was to meet someone that didn't want a kid that would be a deal breaker for me and I'm at an age where deal breakers do kind of matter I think it's healthy to sort of set these things out and perhaps they shouldn't be so solid because you know I meet a lot of women that perhaps say they wouldn't date a guy with kids from a previous relationship and then they meet a guy and he has kids so really you're kind of like bending aren't you to Mm, like is that is that really a deal breaker I think it's I think it's just good to have things that you know you want in life and then if you meet the right person there are ways around things like there probably is a way around having the cat and having the man Mm. but there's some things in life for me deal breakers are it's just kids for me Mm. So I think you've got to just, I think some people say like deal breakers, they're too harsh with what the deal breaker is. Yeah. If you really love someone, are his trainers really going to be a deal breaker? Yeah. (laughs) If you fall in love with someone, (laughs) is his mum going to like, do you know what I mean? You really have to weigh up how important the deal is for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's See everything with a bit of nuance. Be flexible. I think that's what about like being in a relationship is you know it's not about like completely you know forgetting who you are and giving up on what you want but there's compromises and I think good relationships do come with 
compromise. Have you ever had a, a terrible deal breaker come through on Feed Me Female where you just like reach through the screen and shake her and go, why are you even asking me this? Or When we have messages of people saying, look, this was said to me, my boyfriend's making me feel this way or he keeps putting me down and things like that, then I'm like, no. Mm. Like, no, you don't. You don't have someone put you down. You don't stay somewhere you're being trodden on. Like that is like a, I want to pick you up and I want to move you now. Yeah. Just know your worth. A lot of people forget their worth. They forget what they want. They forget their worth. And yeah, that kind of sometimes ends up with us being trodden over and feeling hurt and disrespected and stuff like that. Yeah. We we think of deal breakers being... You know, the deal breakers, <laughs> deal breakers. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you know, children or whether they've got kids. But actually, like a deal breaker is like, well, how do they make you feel? Do they put you down every five minutes? Do you feel like shit? Like, let's bring that as a deal breaker. Yeah, that well, they are deal breakers. How someone makes you feel should be a massive deal breaker, because if someone's not making you feel good, the deal should be off. Yeah. <laughs> deal or no deal. No deal. <laughs> No deal. <laughs> I'm going to move on to fanny farts. Ooh. <laughs> fanny farts. I always get them. What do I do? Please don't say, don't be embarrassed because I am. How can I have better sex? What is your? What do you do when it comes to fanny farts? Is there a way to stop them? I don't think there's a way to stop them. I mean, if the air goes in there and it comes out, then, then that's that. It's just part of it. It can be embarrassing, but fuck it. <laughs> so look, fanny farting is part of sex. Yeah, if yeah. you're having if you're if you're having sex and a lot of air is getting in there, then it has to come out, as as we know. So I wouldn't say don't feel embarrassed. Yeah. It can be embarrassing, especially perhaps if it's the first time. But embrace it. I know girls that can fanny fart on demand. Are they in demand themselves? I bet I mean I bet it's law what seventy eight of the internet. If someone can do it, then someone's turned on by it, isn't it? It's called queefing, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with a bit of queefing. It's embarrassing. Ways around it, yeah. Just crank up that music. And I've had moments that like the fanny fart has just been hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. Like if it makes a funny noise, then laugh at it. Don't like don't sit there like pretend and don't pretend it didn't happen. You can acknowledge it. Yeah. Or if it's not that, if it depends how loud it is. <laughs> <laughs> come on uh, anyone having sex knows fanny farts exist some people like it you never know the guy might be into it yeah you might have a queefing fetish <laughs> and you're not in a mills and boone novel is it you're not you know this isn't no one's filming it you'll be fine you'll be well fine. they might not they might. be <laughs> even though you said for me not to say don't be embarrassed just just don't it's part of sex and with sex comes fanny farts comes thrush comes you know itching <laughs> comes all these things bv everything it's part of having sex well hope you are making it sound delicious bv and throw mm, 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 mm. mm. <laughs> and fanny farts <laughs> and sex isn't always about penetration there are so many different things if you are feeling really really self-conscious about it remember there are a million and one things you can do that isn't just putting something into your vagina yeah just put it in your mouth instead yes that's what I like to say. <laughs> hope, thank you so much for coming to join me. I really hope you've had as much fun as I have answering a few of our uh, weird, wonderful, difficult dilemmas. Uh, if people want to find out more, where can they find you? 
You can find me over on Instagram at feedmefemale. Brilliant. I'd love to hear more dilemmas and stories. And yeah, my advice may not be the best, but it's worth hearing. (laughs) I'm just going to get that. That's your bumper sticker, isn't it? It's not the best, but it's worth it. (laughs) There we go. Thank you, Miri. (laughs) Thank you, Hope. My thanks to Hope from Feed Me Female. Oh, I love getting all your dilemmas in, as always. And it was, wasn't it even better to get someone else in to chew it over with, to mull it over with? Next week, we're going to do all things fetish. <laughs> I love it. Yes, we're going to get kinky. Send all your kinky questions, your fetish fantasies and your sex rated stories to me. So you can slide into my DMs. Just look out for Miranda Kane on Twitter, TikTok and Instagram or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk. I've been Miranda Kane. Smut Drop was produced by Pineapple Audio Production for Metro.co.uk. If you are enjoying these weekly injections of hot chat, then please leave me a nice review. In the meantime, I'm going to be back to prick up your ears next week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But if you do, then name it after me. 